It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. That's right. You heard it. Everything I say is my opinion, not Lloyd Cole's opinion. So don't hold him to it. Probably for the best. <laughs> it probably is very, very, very wise. Jeff looks at me as that's playing and goes, That's you. That's your fault. <laughs> that, that now plays before the show. Welcome on in. It is Utah Car Sense. Happy November 23rd, everybody. I'm Austin Horton here with my good buddy, Jeff Miller. Hi, Jeff. How's it going? I'm fine. How are you, other than uh, everyone in your life is sick? Good. They're all getting better. That's good. Yeah. I never got sick, though. And that's what matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Eric Jensen producing for us today. Uh, he's behind the glass, so he's safe. from Because uh, even though you didn't get sick, Jeff, you're a carrier. I'm probably a carrier for sure. No, yeah. you, no you, are, you are the, the outbreak. Uh, what's that? The monkey. The monkey, yeah, that came in from I Turkey stay, or I whatever. I stay healthy and... everywhere, but I can get everyone sick. <laughs> that's right. I fear saying I'm this like, for my life. Did you just call me a carrier monkey? I just called you a carrier. <laughs> that movie happened to have a monkey oh, okay. that carries. Yeah. I fear for my life saying this because I know how much of a germaphobe you were, but I did have a cough earlier in the week. Okay. Well, you're fired. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's rough. That no, was quick. As though I have any power so to do any of that. Broadcasting here from Vivint. Pretty exciting here last night. Crazy, huh? So, yeah, man. What? Thankfully, uh, it, it turned out to be nothing, right? Nothing, really. Someone it, it, left their toolbox? Yeah, if you missed it, which I don't know how you could have, but in case you did, uh, as the Jazz and Warriors were finishing things last night, there was a report of a suspicious package in Vivint Smart Home Arena. They evacuated the building. By the way, uh, we don't say this enough. The security and safety staff here at the arena and those that work with the team and the media and the fans – Top-notch, great, great people that do their jobs to a T every single day. And uh, I, for one, am incredibly grateful uh, for them every single day. But last night, suspicious package. They evacuated the building. Uh, they brought in the uh, bomb technicians uh, from the, the, the sheriff's department, and they uh, determined with x-ray that it was nothing. It was a toolbox. Like you said, yeah. someone had just forgotten it and left it behind while something, doing some maintenance. Yeah, something weird in that toolbox would probably spook the – Bomb sniffing dog and yeah, I mean when you when it's a toolbox, who knows what scents uh, are on yeah, those tools right. from what machinery they've worked on and totally. things like that. Exactly. So it's not that the dog didn't do its job. It, you know, it did its job actually to to a perfection. It's just luckily it was a scare and it was nothing. So, but yeah, it was. So, uh, I wasn't here last night. Uh, I was supposed to uh, be working last night. I couldn't, uh, quite finagle my personal life to make it to where I could be here to cover the locker room. And so, uh, I watching from afar on Twitter, I was grateful that everyone was safe and it turned out to be nothing, but not just that downtown last night, Jeff, but also other scary stuff around downtown. Yeah, right. It was a wild, wild evening Pretty here crazy. in Salt Lake city. So we're grateful to be here. It's a beautiful sunny day. Uh, enjoy it because apparently it's, it's winter starting like Tonight. Winter's coming. Uh, which, you know, that's We did, we that's did winter good. driving last week. Oh, uh, You know, I caught a little bit of the show last week. Yeah, we Adrian did driving. a fine job. Yeah, how to, how to drive in the snow. People will forget still. No, I'll be bad. Yeah, I, I, I think that, it works. I, somehow I think people are worse in the rain think so? than they are in the snow. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because... I think you just haven't had snow in a while. You maybe you're so. Just, you're just forgetting. This is recency <laughs> bias. I'll be reminded... This yeah, coming week is what you're thinking. Yeah, come yeah. Tuesday, you'll, <laughs> you'll be singing a different tune. <laughs> so uh, uh, it is winter, uh, and every time that we talk about winter driving, uh, I think back to my pre-Subaru days and laugh at myself. <laughs> Rain and snow in the morning turning into all snow in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, good. That's Monday? That's Monday. Oh, wonderful. Perfect. Then snow Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And Saturday. Snow every day next week? Every day. Okay. Well. We will be finishing the month of November under blanket. Do you like snow? I love snow. Even even like down here in the valley? Like I understand it up in the mountains. I love me some snow. Really? Yeah. Do you, you own a snowblower, don't you? I just bought a new one. Did you? <laughs> I, <laughs> that makes I didn't difference. go for the, like I don't, my new house doesn't have crazy driveways. So I didn't go for like the Your, big, your last house did. Dollars. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm, yeah. 
Last one, it was beyond. My last house was like probably, like the big driveway was beyond the snowblower. I hope you hired that out. Yeah, didn't we you? had you a had guy. To. Yeah, we had a guy who did the rest of the neighborhood. Have he a just pro. had him like come yeah. do the circle and call it a day. That would take. Listen, I got a, I got an electric one. Electric, no electric pollutants. Snowblower. You just plug nice. it in. It's like a Ryobi thing. You just plop the battery into it and goes plow. I'll let you know <laughs> in about three days whether it actually works. I bet it will. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, next week on the show, we'll, we'll let you know how well the electric snow. Probably really works. quiet. Bought it on Amazon. I have an opinion Terrific. on snow. Do you? Snow is wow. Snow is fine, but it's not fine when it's bare on the ground and the sun comes out. Snow is fine during a snowstorm, but that point where the snow gets all gray and slushy and it's sunny out and blue skies and there's like lots of snow on the ground, that's the worst. You don't like sunny winter days? No. The only acceptable way to have what? snow, I feel, <laughs> is during a snowstorm. I wish wow. it would just go away after the storm. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this should be our poll question this week. What is your opinion of snow? Now, if you want to, you can. You can call in and talk about that. But uh, Interesting. I think yeah. everyone likes sunny winter days except Eric. But uh, back to the uh, electric snowball. I, I bought an electric lawnmower four and a half, five years ago. Did it work well? Yeah, it's terrific, and yeah. it's you. Can, I can mow the lawn at midnight, and the neighbors don't know I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah, they I, don't I, even hear I it. I put it together. I haven't actually started it up to see if it actually works yet, but it seems like it works. It was really easy to put together. I'm excited to hear. It's called a Snow Joe. I'm 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 gonna look one up right now. I might be buying one myself. Yeah, I bought it on uh, Amazon. Amazon uh, is a gift and a curse, isn't it? It's really bad. You snow. Buy, oh, here's one for things. less than ninety bucks. Wow. I don't think mine was ninety bucks. I think mine was like three hundred bucks. Yeah, still, that's the one. The, still pretty reasonable. It's it's quite big for an electric snowblower. Yeah, it's nice. Cool. I'm gonna look into this. All right. Uh, well, that's what we're, we're here. Utah Carson's eight five five three four zero zone eight five five three four zero zone. We got a lot to talk about today, uh, but we need your phone calls eight five five three four zero zone. You're not watching the game because nobody can. So call into the show and talk with us, 855-340-ZONE. Uh, last week, I think you gave away uh, an oil change in direct service. Let's go back to movie tickets this week. I love movie tickets. Since you're here, we're going to bring it back to movie tickets. Movie passes at the uh, VIP Lounge by Mark Miller Subaru at Megaplex Theaters. Uh, there is some terrific movies coming out. I saw Frozen 2 oh, how was it? Uh, maybe, last Monday. I think I'm maybe bringing the kiddos to that this afternoon. The love it, they'll love It'd it. It's hard to get into a movie theater this afternoon. Though, uh, I bet it's on a lot of screens, though. I bet you could Think find so? one, yeah. Right. Uh, but they'll love it. You'll enjoy it. I thought the music was better in this one than the first one. The general consensus out there is it's not as good musically, but I thought it was better anyway. So it, it's great. The Mr. Rogers with Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, also an option out there. Uh, you've got Knives Out, which... We Adrian and I were talking this week on the Movie Zone about how the complaint we hear a lot, both from ourselves and other people, is how there's no new ideas. That's all just reheats and sequels and, and reboots. And uh, but Knives Out is a, a spin on like a, a murder mystery whodunit type thing, but it's it's a fresh idea. So okay. if you want to go see that, that's pretty cool and exciting. So and then Ford v Ferrari. That's a great, and that's something we could talk about on this show, fittingly enough. The race from Ferrari and Ford to see who could beat yeah, each other. That's pretty amazing, too. It's great. Got to see the car? Saw the car. That's what Adrian was saying. The, the Larry H. Miller family owns the car, and uh, we did the show from Megaplex with the car not 12 feet from us. It was pretty cool. That's fun. So there's a lot of movies out there. If you want to go to them for free in VIP lounge style, Call 855-340-ZONE. Share with us a question, comment, story, whatever you have, and you'll be entered to win that uh, drawing at the end of the show. Have you ever been to a morning movie? Yes, I have. Is it weird? Uh, it's weird on like a, a weekday, like yeah. A, like a Sunday 920 showtime? That's, yeah. Although, you know, I enjoy them. I enjoy when Waking I'm the only person nice in the theater. Movie theater. I'm just looking at showtimes for Frozen, and yeah, there's some like nine a.m. ones. Like, wake the kids up, go to the movie theater. That'd be great. Feed them some popcorn for breakfast. And <laughs> sounds like great parenting. Dad of the year, man. Yeah, That's right? what you'd be right I think there. That might be where I'll be Sunday morning if anyone's looking for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad way to start the day on a, on a Sunday night. All right, well, you know, we we got to start. The, we got to start with the Tesla story. 
Okay, Which the, one? Uh, we got to start with the window story. It's the most kay. hilarious thing ever. So he releases this, uh, he reveals the, the cyber truck. The cyber truck. And it's like this, oh my, Tesla size, millions of people live streaming this thing. And it's supposed to be this indestructible car with <laughs> armored windows and everything like that. So he hands a rock to the guy with him and says, throw this at the window. He throws it and shatters the window. <laughs> That was so funny. It it looked like a sketch on a Saturday oh, it, Night Live or something. The question was, and Elon Musk's face, he swears, first of all. Like, literally swears during the live, live stream. <laughs> like, it just starts kind of giggling. Just You know he's not giggling inside. He's giggling, right. trying to make himself look good. Hands, the, the guy picks the rock up and says, should I do it again? And, and, uh, no. Uh, no, he's like, I, I guess. Go for Does it. it to the back window. Breaks the back window. <laughs> so but the, it didn't go through, Jeff. If you it just broke, yeah, that's what he said. Oh, it didn't go through the window. It's like I'd hope not. <laughs> windows, of... windshields, and windows since 1951 haven't broken through with a rock. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty bad, huh? You're going down the the freeway here in Utah. A rock goes through your window. Like, yeah. I guess your what was it? Hands who had a no. Well, a lemma had a brake drum. Fall off of the back of Who's a truck. Who had like the spear go through the window and hit his car? A spear? No, was it, no. Someone didn't. One of the, guy, the guys here have something go through his window and. Well, a lemma. A lemma okay. had and it nearly severed his arm wow. off. Wow. And then uh, a couple years later, Hans saw a ladder in the middle of the freeway. Oh, Hans saw. That's when he called. That's the funny nine one one call where right. he's asking for a sandwich. And a stuff. lemma's nine one one call is life and death. Yeah. Hans's is about <laughs> I need more pie. In my in my blood system. So so anyway, continuing the Musk story, they they were releasing their cyber truck, which is I don't think it's that cool looking, but it's like looks like it's from some crazy Blade Runner show or something right. like that, right? But it's a zero to sixty in two point nine seconds, top speed of one hundred thirty miles an hour, five hundred mile range is what they say. And they say that they're actually going to sell it to who? Well, this is Tesla, so they say they're going to sell it in 2021, so we'll see it sometime in 2024. And what do they say they'll sell it for? So they say this, the four-door, six-seat pickup starts at 39.9 mm-hmm. with the base range of 250 miles. The more expensive variant starts at 69.9 and gets you a 500-mile range. So that means Double. it'll be 50 to 100,000. Yeah, because that's if you no. if you have seen learned anything about Tesla and Elon Musk, it's all about getting, first of all, everyone to talk about them, which they're very good at that. Eric Jensen pointed that out again this morning before the show started, that he's brilliant at getting free advertising and, and word of mouth about Tesla. But then the next thing they do is they advertise one thing and completely sell a different thing. But the weird thing about it is they call it a truck. There's but, somewhat of a bed, isn't there's there? There's no but, bed. Oh, I thought there was like a little, no. like a ridgeline type looking I bed. I don't think there's even a bed. It's is there a, not? It doesn't open. I think it's a trunk. I thought it was open air uh, bed, is it not? Not that the pictures huh. look like. It's less of a truck and more of an assault vehicle, I think. <laughs> it does look like something. Yeah, it looks like, like, it's from, like uh, they made it for military grade or something with windows that shatter when you throw a rock Oh, you're them. right. You're right. It's covered. Yeah. It, right? it's, I mean, it's, it tows a lot. I guess you give it that. Yeah, truly, uh, do you know what I thought when he first rolled it out of the, uh, from behind? I thought it looked like a prop. I thought it looked fake. I thought it looked like uh, it was made of cardboard or something. I didn't think that it was real. But The interesting thing is that Ford's coming out, and I think um, so is GM, in late 2021 with electric trucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So see how they compete yeah, there. I mean, this is where the argument gets is that Tesla's doing what they have because they have the only thing they've got out there. Wait till these car manufacturers that are really good at making cars start making electric vehicles. It may not be as technologically crazy and things like that, but it'll work, and it'll have a dealer network behind it that can fix it. And when they say it's this price, that's the price. It'll be the price that it is. Yeah. Like I mean, that's the difference. Right, because they know how to make cars in mass. Yeah, Tesla stock's been doing well lately, but... Did you see what happened after his one-day rock test? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't look. Six and a half percent. Down? Down. 22 points. Whoa. One day. Whoa. Yeah, Friday, it went down 22 points. It is a pretty funny picture of him standing here with those two oh, you broken have to windows watch, behind you him. You have to watch the video. <laughs> so you have to go to YouTube and just video <laughs> Tesla Rock, and you'll find it. There's millions of views on it. It looks like a DeLorean. Uh, you know, met up with a, a Halo vehicle, and that's what it is. Now, okay, so I'm looking at a picture here, Jeff. The bed does open. 
and okay. and a tailgate comes down and then it extends down to the ground. So here's the interesting argument that they're talking about out there is, had the window not been broken by the rock, just based on how ugly the car was, would the car would have still gone down six percent? Right. That was. That, it looks like the guy. Like it's forgot. a double whammy. First of all, they like Tesla's done a pretty good job making good looking cars. Short of the three, but we'll get beyond. You that. don't like the three, I don't yeah? Like the three. But this is really bad. It doesn't. It look like the guy showed up to work one day, and they're like, "All right, Tom, today's the day you were going to reveal your design for the truck." And he went, "Oh, I completely forgot about that." And he hurried and just drew a a triangle on his paper with wheels. Yeah, right. There's, it's literally, I can design this one: triangle, triangle, square. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Four wheels, call it a truck. Pay me ten million. Seriously, <laughs> uh, I, there's only been the one made so far, right? That they just showed off and it. I don't know. The windows broke. I don't think they've made more. The rumor is that they, so they had the glass that they tested in like every environment. Like they put it on on the ground. They put like held it up with like things. They've done like, but they never tested it in the car. Like actually on the vehicle. So they never like installed it in the vehicle, then threw things at it. Well, that would change it. <laughs> that would change the the. That would be a more uh, accurate experiment You'd think to so. see how that would work. Uh, so you know what? Let, let, let's ask people eight five five three four zero zone eight five five three four zero zone. When did you think you had something a foolproof plan, and you thought there's no way this could go wrong? I've looked at it from every angle. It's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. And then it was really, really bad. It did not work out. When you thought you were going to have a great day. Turned out you had a bad day. That is exactly what Elon Musk had. Eight five five three four zero. Really sad in the video. <laughs> <laughs> just like, is it me? Is it bad that I found it so? Oh, it was satisfying. So <laughs> I, I it just wouldn't watched be as bad if Elon wasn't such a jerk. Yes, yes. Like if he was a nice guy, but like he's a jerk. Yep, I, I agree. I just watched the video and I'm dying laughing. Right? The way he looks, no, he he throws the car and then he looks at the window <laughs> and he looks looks at the crowd and looks back at the window and he's like, "What what just happened?" It was a great piece of acting, and then but it was real life. And then he's finally like, "Well, it didn't go through the window." <laughs> it was so funny. It, it was, was great. supposed to bounce off the window. Yeah. But did they? The one thing is okay. In this modern day of like lawsuits and danger and things like that you'd think they would have tested that in an environment to make sure okay what if that rock had bounced off violently off the window and hit someone in the crowd right like yeah they were only 10 feet from the crowd well, like they don't know what the how to, hard to it's be gonna fair, bounce it wasn't a rock it was like a steel metal ball yeah yeah but but so yeah, even <laughs> that's even more killed <laughs> someone in the crowd uh imagine if they got the double whammy it broke the window and bounced off and like hit someone in the crowd <laughs> well this is the company that advertises autopilot and lets people think they don't have to drive their car and gets killed and kills people i'm not shocked that they're also advertising shatterproof windows that are not shatterproof you know this is that's what they do they sell one thing that's completely different from what they advertise so but craziness that that was supposed to be his coup de gras. That was supposed to be his the best day of his professional life, and it cost him six and a half percent in the stocks. Twenty two points. It'll, it'll come back, but <laughs> it always does. Eight five five three four zero zone. If you want to be part of the show, eight five five three four zero zone. We're going to talk about this several times throughout the the day, Jeff. But you have launched the Share the Love event. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely want to talk about this. So it's like best event of the year, without question. We've been a couple about a week and a half into it now. It's the twelfth annual, as crazy as that is to wow. say, Share the Love event. So in the first eleven years, Subaru's raised over one hundred forty-five million dollars at this event. They're hoping to get over one hundred seventy to one hundred seventy-five million this year. Hmm. And what, essentially the way it works is that anybody who buys a new car from us from between a week and a half ago and New Year's, and it's actually January 2nd, we'll, we donate $300, so $250 from Subaru, then we match another $50 on top of it to one of six nonprofits. There are four national ones, two local ones that we've chosen, and we obviously try and push all of our donations to the local charities to keep mm -hmm. it here in Utah. Uh, but without question, the greatest event. Um, our two local charities this year, we've picked the Malamaw Foundation, which does service dogs for vets. And then Sharing Place, which provides uh, caring support for kids that have lost a family member or a parent. Yeah, I was reading about the Sharing Place this morning. Uh, it, it's, yeah, for grieving children who yeah, don't have anywhere else to, to express those emotions and, and heal through it. And it's really interesting because the, the logic out there in the world is they don't want to talk about it. 
right? The logic is uh, my, oh, don't talk yeah, about don't it. Talk don't about bring it, it up. Oh, yeah, don't bring it up. He lost his dad. Don't don't you don't want to talk to him. But it's the exact opposite. Yeah, is that these kids need to talk about? It. They need to talk about their loss and understand their feelings and emotions and understand what's going on in their body and not be ashamed of it. Yes. And this sharing place is what they do. They give these kids a safe environment to be able to do it and be able to talk about what's going on with themselves and it saves these kids' lives. And not everyone uh, is blessed enough to be able to afford such therapy. And, and so a place like the sharing place is vital. That costs over a thousand bucks a year to serve an average an average kid. So I mean our hope through this program is Malmo Foundation costs over twenty thousand dollars for a service animal. One wow! Pla- one placement. Really? Twenty thousand dollars to properly train and place an animal. Wow! That's I. You, you don't even realize yeah, that. So our goals through this or this plan is we we want to donate three dogs to different veterans or whoever they end up with, to, with Malmo Foundation and place over sixty families in sharing place. Let's do it. Let's so make that's it happen. Our goal with that. And the neat thing is there's some additions to it this year. The other big addition is we've involved service. So we've, okay. never, we've never involved the service department in the share of love. It's always just been a sales thing. So now our service department, for every oil filter we sell, so essentially every oil change we do, I think it's every Subaru oil change we do on it, we donate $5 cool. to the pot as well. So that should pick up another probably 10 or 20 grand. Yeah, that's great. That's another weeks. service animal. Yeah, that's another terrific. service animal or another 10 families. Wonderful. So excited about that. And then the last part about it we've added, this is a new idea we came up this year. We're calling it really came out of the idea of share the love. We're sharing so much love with the community, and it's basically our way to get back to community, but we never really the customers aren't involved. And even when we do our do good, feel good, we're giving away generally it's not necessarily one of our customers that wins the car and everything like that. So this is going to be called Return the Love. So what we're doing is every vehicle, new car we sell at both locations during this event will be entered to win a dr- enter to win a contest that we'll do in March when we give the checks to the organizations. And the idea is you have to come back and you come back to our, our event that we do. So we'll do it. I think it's March 31st we're doing the event. And I'm sure we'll bring radio out and everything yeah. like that. And the idea is at that event, we'll have all the cars back parked behind. So we're going to see all the cars that donated the money to give to the charities. But at the same time, we're going to draw one winner out of that, have to be present to win. And we're going to return them three years' worth of payments at $300 a month. Wow. So they'll get a check back for $10,800. Wow, Jeff. But it has to be. Wow. So the idea is there's two, two parts to it. One is we want to give back to one of our customers. Right. And the second one is we want all of our customers to see, the, see the, what they did. Right, to be a part wow. of this event. Yeah, we yeah. want to get that camaraderie of all these hundreds of people who bought cars from us to come back and get to see, here's the $120,000 in checks we're presenting to these charities and how excited and what they're going to do. Yeah, you didn't just make a good decision to buy from Mark Miller Subaru for you and your family. You made a good decision for these people as well. Mm-hmm. And you get to be part of that, that giving. You think about, oh, my gosh, like, this, is the, this is the veteran who has the dog because I donated to Malamar Foundation. Because I picked that charity. It's really cool. That I, is I'm awesome. really excited to see what kind of turnout we get for the event. And That's good thinking. Hopefully we'll be able to keep doing it and do it years to come. Can anyone show up to that event, uh, by the way? Anyone can show up to the event. Yeah. Uh, but the people that entered to win are going to be the people who, sure. who own the car. And I'm sure we'll do other stuff as part of the event. That's still in the in the works. Yeah. And then Subaru Spy- Then there's two more, actually. I got two more. Yeah, there's, there's lots more. of stuff for this. This, this is why this is my favorite time yeah, of year for lot. the show. Our marketing yeah. apartment goes all out on this one. Mike gets a Mike vacation gets, in Mike January. gets busy. Come January 3rd, <laughs> he's got to go somewhere. <laughs> but Subaru Blue Cider's back. Good. So Subaru Where do, can you get Apple that? Cider. So it's five restaurants right now. Red Rock, uh, We Olive, Lizzie's Kitchen, Good Grammar, and Level Crossing downtown. They all have it. And every bottle they sell gets a donation back to a Malinois or sharing place. And we're working on it. I don't have word yet, but we're working on trying to get it in the stadium. This stadium? In this stadium. The Vivint Smart Home Arena yeah, Stadium? Smart Home Arena Stadium. Wow. Term. We're working on it. We're running into some headway, but we're working on it. You'll you'll get it done. Yeah, You're out, Jeff Miller. At, at least maybe in like the Toyota area, like the right. Toyota Club or something like that. Maybe not at all, everywhere in the stadium, but at least certain places. I, I, I really, you know, I'm not a drinker. Uh, but I have very many friends that that do, mm-hmm. and I every year I'm like, well, what can I get them that they'll enjoy that's unique? Yeah. I don't want to give them a gift card to Home yeah. Depot or get whatever. Them some super blue cider, and then it, it goes towards a, a good cause at the yeah, same and time. You can pick it up right down at Mountain West Cider. So Mountain West Cider is right downtown, just right past here, West yeah. High School. Yeah, yeah. And you can pick it up right there. They'll sell you super blue cider right there, and every bottle you buy from them, they'll make a donation. That's terrific. So you got an office person you're supposed to uh, give a gift to or mother-in-law, father-in-law, whoever you got on your list. 
consider great, this. That's yeah, a great gift, and you're donating to charity. It's wonderful. And then my favorite thing of yeah. this event is, this, and I'm, you haven't been out there yet, but you need to come out to Southtown to see what we've done on the Southtown showroom floor. So we've partnered with an organization called Operation Hero. And so at Operation Hero, they've only had one exhibit so far. It's a pretty new organization. This lady named Antoinette, um, she started this. Antoinette Stapley is her name. She started this when her husband passed away in Qatar in the li- in line of duty. And the idea of this is, is to provide a memorial to show all of the Utahns who've died in action since 9-11. So what it is is, and it is on the sh- is on our showroom floor, and they have one boot that represents every soldier who we've lost since 9/11. Has a flag in it, has a little picture of them, tells their story, and we essentially it's on our showroom floor at Southtown. So if you come, you can see it, and just a, little, a nice memorial to make you remember why we have the freedom we have. And wow. we're really happy Operation Heroes willing to let us display it during this event, and it'll be there till January 2nd. So come by, it's. Anytime we're open, you can come by, look at it, and walk through. We, we debuted it at our VIP event a couple of weeks ago, and mm. now it's on the showroom floor, and it's pretty cool. It's really neat. Uh, I did. I I didn't know about that. That's yeah. And I think I can't wait to go see that. Yeah, I need to talk to. I haven't talked to Antoinette yet to see if they're going to be adding another boot to it for the soldier who was buried in Box Elder. This who's going to be buried in Box Elder this week. Yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't from Utah originally, but he has Utah ties. So I'm I'm not sure what they're how they do that, but. I'll have to talk to Antoinette this week. Share the love, man. It's a special, special time of year. Obviously, uh, it's about uh, Subaru, but it's actually not. It's about uh, the community. It's about people. It's about everyone uplifting uh, your neighbor and brother and sister. We we love it. So uh, be part of it. Get down to Mark Miller Subaru. If you're in the market, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the community to at least check it out and, and give it a shot. Uh, the negotiation-free promise price program makes it so much fun to buy a, a new vehicle at Mark Miller Subaru, so make sure you check out what they have. Coming up later in the show, we will get back to Share the Love for the, the 11 o'clock hour. People who uh, will, will stream in and need to hear about that as well. But we got a lot to talk about. We've got Black Friday myths and truths to talk about. We have to run this idea of the hydrogen car. Have you heard of River Simple? I'm not. River Simple, it's a Welsh company that is promising to deliver a hydrogen-powered vehicle, but they'll never sell it. There's a twist that I'll have to share with you later on. And also, uh, there was a a story last summer of a guy in Cleveland that was trapped inside his car for 14 hours after the electric, uh, electric system went down. Well, it's not just him. It wasn't one of those rare situations. I'll tell you what the government's going to do to avoid it. Coming. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton, presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. I'm Austin Horton. He's Jeff Miller. Uh, Eric Jensen producing for us today. Your phone calls, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. When did you have a perfect plan that went in perfectly, like Tesla's reveal of the Cybertruck yesterday, where the unshatterable windows shattered. Pretty funny stuff. 855-340-ZONE. Everyone that calls in and shares is entered to win a four-pack of movie passes to the VIP lounge at Megaplex Theaters, courtesy of Mark Miller Subaru. Score Jeff, up, uh, scoreboard score update. update there, yeah. yeah. Ohio State up 7-0. We still haven't figured out. We're trying to figure out whether you, Ohio State needs to win or lose. Right. I, For Utah. I don't ever want Ohio State to win, but I think that it helps Utah if the assumed conference champions end up being the case. You know, LSU wins the SEC outright. Ohio State wins the Big Ten. uh, Oklahoma wins the Big 12. Yeah. I've got Alabama scheduling some real tough late season games. Clemson ACC, yeah. Alabama's got a real tough one today late in the season. Against uh, Uh, Western Carolina. Well, they're not they're the, not the Eastern power, Carolina. The powerhouse that is Western Carolina. What what are they? The uh, the Cowboys? What's Western Carolina? What's their mascot? They're the Catamounts. Okay. They're so, eighth in the Southern Division. Okay. Out of seven teams. They're three and eight, <laughs> two and six in conference. They're down seventeen zero early, but 
it's, it's early. They, what, it, what is a catamount? It's, it's like a bobcat. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a wild cat of some kind. Uh, but, the, you know, these games, Western Carolina, their entire uh, athletic department is salaried and funded for by playing one football game against Alabama. That's true. That's why it, that's why it makes sense. And Alabama gets a win. Yeah. We need or- Utah needs Oregon to win for sure. Utah's got to take care of business against Arizona. Which they will. I promise. I my personal opinion, and not just saying this being a USC fan, also Utah wants USC to win as well. I think that would help. I think USC winning helps them, not hurts them. USC's lost to BYU hurts Utah because Utah lost to USC. So they want USC to they win as USC much as win. they can. Without question, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And USC's playing UCLA, and no one likes UCLA. Uh, it's rivalry week. Unless they're playing USC, then I'm okay with UCLA. Oh, man, that's <laughs> why I'm wearing my USC hat today. I got to wear a USC hat on USC UCLA day. <laughs> then after the game, we'll take it off with a Utah hat for the Utah Arizona game at eight tonight. And uh, then you'll take that off and put a Jazz hat on as they're the playing game. the Pelicans tonight yeah. here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Well, we got Jazz and Utah at the same time, so I might have to have like a, trade. I might have to have like a Jazz hat and a Utah sweatshirt or that work. Yeah, we'll mix it together. No favors though. Tonight didn't make the trip. He's I got know. those back spasms That's again. Sad. Yeah, it, he would have gotten quite the ovation too. A video tribute, all all of the above, and I think they come back to town again, don't they? This season, I'll look that one up. Uh, isn't it a four game series in every team? Don't you play every Western Conference team at least three times? They come back to Utah March. I want to February thirteenth. Okay, so he'll be here. Then. No, March thirteenth. It is March. Okay, yeah, March thirteenth. All right, uh, so there you go, some some sports. Also, you know, while we're on the sports topic, Jeff, the NBA making news this morning with some proposals to uh, changes that they would like to see uh, implemented with the approval of the NBA, uh, NBA Players Association and and the, the TV partners. Adrian Wojnarowski and others reporting that the NBA is looking to add an in-season tournament. They're looking to shorten the season to 78 regular season games. They're looking to add a playoff play-in involving the 7, 8, 9, and 10 seeds from each conference. And then the biggest one, maybe, is a reseed of the Final Four. The conference finals will no longer be conference finals. They will be NBA semifinals. They'll reseed those four teams to get the four, the two best teams into the championship. I like that. Which one do you like uh, better, the best? That last one about reseeding the... I the, like the reseeding the team. I, th- yeah. I think they should get rid of conferences, personally. Even regular season? Yeah. Get rid of divisions, conferences, all that? I mean, the problem is you got to figure out how to do it so it's fair on scheduling and things like that. But I don't. I think 16 teams should make the playoffs, regardless of conference. I think the East, even if you have a weaker conference, they're still going to have an advantage because they're not playing the other conference as much. But I don't think it's fair for... Uh, 50-win Western Conference team to not make the playoffs when a 35-win Eastern Conference team does. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid. You're not getting the, I mean, the best like, teams. Yeah, out. it's not yeah. like you're having, like, a 48-team Eastern Conference in the 49. It's like there's, like, a 12-13 game spread. Well, there, there was a playoff team in the East and a playoff team in the West the last few years. Yeah, there was a couple years ago where there was a team that was, like, 11 games below 500 that was yeah. in the in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, and that's just wrong. That should never happen. When, when there were three teams – with 42-plus 40, wins that missed in the Western Conference. Yeah, so. I agree. All right, uh, so there you go. Some changes being proposed. Obviously, they're, they're wanting to fix the ratings slump. By the way, the Jazz ratings, uh, not slumping at all. No, no problem at roof. all. Oh, my gosh. Probably the best in the league right now, uh, individual ratings. But the NBA overall is down this year. They've got that 75th uh, anniversary coming up in 21-22, I want to say. So they're aiming to get these implemented before then. Uh, Jeff, I told you before we took a break about this company called River Simple. Okay. We talk about electric cars in the future uh, and hybrids all the time. You're driving a a cross-truck hybrid these days, which is Uh just an incredible machine. 65 miles a gallon. That is. As of today. That's terrific. 65 MPG. Well, River Simple sees your... 65 mpg and raises you to 250 mpg nice 250 miles per gallon or 300 miles uh on one uh 1.5 is it a boat kilograms of hydrogen no it's not a boat (laughs) so that and you can look it up at river simple on wikipedia uh, or just google river simple it's in uh it's a welsh company 
And uh, their idea is it's a hydrogen-fueled car, which... Like what Toyota has, like the Mirai. Right, like the Mirai. Uh, but they their plan is to never sell the car. What instead they're going to do is you sign up for uh, uh, like a subscription of sorts. You get the car, but you pay a monthly fee to the to have the car at your use to uh it goes towards road taxes uh, it covers the insurance fuel and maintenance costs okay. and then uh and you never own the car but you get to use it in your everyday life for this monthly fee and then you uh, by the way you never have to pay for gas you know 250 miles per gallon on this hydrogen fueled uh system it's a pretty nice looking vehicle too the front and middle of it kind of looks like your old uh, Porsche Cayenne. So how do you, where do you get the hydrogen? That is a really good question. Where do you get the hydrogen? Uh, the, uh, the this company uh, River Simple in Wales is farming it somewhere. <laughs> it's I don't know yeah, wh- like, how they're getting it, but and that's what Toyotas run into. Because Toyotas have got the Mirai for a while, right? And they just actually, I think they just announced a new a new version of it. They just launched the new Mirai, the 2021 Mirai. But it's California only, really expensive, and you can't find gas. They Mm. just can't get the infrastructure to build a hydrogen network around this country is a lot worse than building an electrical infrastructure around this country. We're having a hard enough time doing that. Yeah. It does say that they currently, you can only access these vehicles around this place in Wells because they are close to hydrogen facilities i don't know how true that is or how long how sustainable that that may be but right now that's the case so it's brilliant it's a cool idea i think that eventually this will probably be the way it's done Mm -hmm. but there's probably equal chance that it never happens in my lifetime as well so that's the hard thing on hydrogen is there's a lot of people looking at it and trying to figure out how to do it and toyota's been the leader on it by far and the hardest thing is, how do you get fuel? Go. Yeah, I don't. Like, electricity is a little easier because you can get electricity everywhere. There's already electric electronic grid. Mm-hmm. You just have to create the stations and spend a bunch of money. That word infrastructure, yeah. it's there. Yeah, there's already yeah. electricity. There's already parks that have power to them that you can put up 15 charging stations at a park like a lot of the cities are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you go around Salt Lake, there are thousands of charging stations. There's new ones every day. Yeah. Thousands. Mm-hmm. You're not talking hundreds. Like, I have an app for my car called ChargePoint. And I can literally look on my app and pick up charging stations in Utah right now. And it's a lot. I think there's one across the street. I'm not using it right now, but there's one across the street. Yeah, they're at the hotel here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's kind of reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where he wanted uh, a service that told you where the nearest public restroom totally. uh, would be. <laughs> now you've got 30 years later, it's where's the nearest charging station for my vehicle. And I bet that. Public restroom stations probably out there somewhere. It probably is. In fact, they did a on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They did a. a in fact, that's a, maybe what I'm remembering is George had this idea f- called the eye toilet, and he couldn't get it off the ground, and so Apple just came in and ripped him off and stole it and made millions off of it. But yeah, if you look just in Salt Lake, there's probably 600 stations on ChargePoint. Wow, that's. I mean, so that's I, that's I, great. And a lot of them are free. Free. How does how does that work? They're done by cities. Is there advertising on it? The city just provides this it as a service. Power for free. Wow. That just depends the one you want to go to. Not for free. They're using or, my parking or tickets depends, to pay for it. Depends yeah. the store. Like Whole Foods. Like if you go to Whole Foods, the ones at Whole Foods are free. Hmm. They're public use. They're paid for by Whole Foods. They do it to get people to come to their store. You guys have a charging station. Your charging stations. Ours aren't public though. Yeah. But I think that this is more and more becoming the norm people are wanting to put these in and we've been able to find we've been able to sell the hybrids so our, our sales how many have you sold creative five now so they're not they have to be ordered right no, we can't even order them okay so oh, that's right we're dealer trading them from other states that's right so we're calling other states and saying if you have any available and we're trading them other cars and they're sending them to us so we're able to do that in creative and we've got five or six people out there busting bugs in them Wow, that's great. I have a question about the charging stations. Yeah. So they are, are they available for, like, could you potentially have one at your home? I have one at my home. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I bought a, it's a level two charger. They're about 500 bucks, 550 bucks plus install. 
Maybe you have to pay a, an hour or two to an electrician to come install it. Yeah, don't do it yourself. No, yeah. no. So they install it. It takes a 220 plug and 50 amp breaker. But, yeah, I've got one on my wall in my garage. Just get home, open my thing. How long does it take to charge? On level two? Yeah. Two hours. That's not bad at all. No. On a That's regular plug, it. regular plug into a regular wall is five hours. What about these stations around town? You're no, not going. No. You're not charging all the way up, I don't. All the stations around town are level two. So you're so you're all, staying for ten minutes, two hours and so getting like, what you need. Yeah. So like on my app, like it'll tell me, I, don't, I haven't used the public stations too often. I have mine's a charge point at home too, so it'll tell me what I've charged at home as well. But like I parked at well, that's the one actually. I guess I parked at the airport once on an over. I was on an overnight flight, and so the on that so reserve parking area mm-hmm. right by the upstairs parking garage. They've got some charging stations. I plugged in overnight and came back. My car's fully charged. Does it stop? It stops when you get fully charged. It doesn't keep charging you as it's sitting Man, there that plugged one's, in. That one's free. Oh, it is. Airport's free. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just depends which one you go to. There's the ones in Sandy, like at the parks in Sandy, they charge you. But it's it's not that lot much. Like the one in Sandy, I was on for 22 minutes. I only picked up two miles of charge. Cost me 24 cents <laughs> for two miles. For two miles. That's awesome. Yeah, this is the future. It's for a lot of people. It's the present, but I think for most of us, it is still the future. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on a hybrid uh, cross track. That sounds like a great idea. Eight five five three four zero zone. If you want to be part of the show, Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Everyone that calls and shares with us is entered to win a four pack of VIP lounge movie passes. Eight five five three four zero zone. Caller one of the day. Roy is on the line. Good morning, Roy. Roy, you there? We're missing Roy here, Eric. Roy, hold tight. We'll get to you, Roy. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get you on here, Roy, in just a second. Eight five five three four zero zone. Uh, all right. Uh, there's this other uh, thing going on uh, in. So we 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 have this tax reform debate going on in this state right now, Jeff, where they're talking about. Increasing property taxes, increasing a lot of taxes, but decreasing food sales tax, food tax, right? At least that's the latest I've adding back food sales tax. Adding back, sorry, yes, other way around. (laughs) Uh, But there, something they were talking about reducing sales tax, maybe to even it out. Yeah, the idea is to reduce sales tax, but charge it to more things. So you start charging it to services, spread it out further, attorneys and haircuts and car service. Pet grooming. Pet grooming. All these different Veterinarians. Yeah. And then in exchange for that, they're going to lower the income tax rate for everyone. So my personal opinion is, is if you've got all this money for a tax break, either improve our educational system or give it to the poor. Seems pretty simple. Rich people, middle, upper class and rich people in this community are doing pretty well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, if If they're not doing pretty well, they're not struggling. Right. Uh, and, it, 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 you know, if you have that, I'm with you. If you have that much excess, let's put it towards things that we've always needed to put more money into our education in this yeah. state. Always. So I mean, that, if you raise my taxes, the, it better be going to something good. I mean, the car dealers are knee-deep in the thing because, I mean, they were, at one point they were talking about taxing cars. Well, about, about change, they were, The idea was they already taxed cars. The idea was to take away the tax credit for trade-ins. Okay. So that's a big thing in the car world is that. We get in the car world, on a tr- when you trade in a car, you don't pay sales tax on that trade-in. Right. You pay on the difference. And the idea was they would take that away to raise millions and millions of dollars. Well, and the reason I bring this up is just that. In Illinois, the governor, J.B. Pritzker, has signed into law that will start in January. It'll cost the, uh, the person that is trading their car in 6.25% for every $10,000 they get. So if you trade in a $10,000 car, you're charged a tax of 6.25% on that $10,000. So you just don't get the credit. The money will be used to build and renovate state buildings. <laughs> that makes people happy. <laughs> that, seriously. The governor will have a nicer office yeah. while you pay a 6.25% tax. On your trade-in. Uh, and so, And you were saying they were, they were considering making that part of – not to that, go towards buildings. It's interesting in the sales tax world and like how sales tax works state to state on cars is all over the place. There, I mean, there are certain states that they charge you full sales tax on a lease. Hmm. 
So if you lease a car, you have to pay the full selling price of the car up front. What? Who can do that? So like, so say you lease a $20,000 car. Right. You have to pay $1,200 of sales tax up front to lease the vehicle. Who could, who could possibly? Or put that $1,200 in your payment. And, and but it gets paid to parcel the state it initially. out. Yeah. That, uh, we're not one of those states. No, so the difference is that you pay sales tax on the amount you use mm-hmm. on a lease. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, so, so say you had a $30,000 car, and I think it's Illinois where this is. Yeah. So in Illinois where you have to pay the sales tax for the whole thing, right? So a $30,000 car on, say, 6%, make the math easy, it's $1,800 that you're going to pay over the lease, right? Right. In Utah, you're paying on a $30,000 car, say residuals, say 50%, make the math easy, you're only paying $900 in sales tax over the life of that car. You're only paying sales tax on the portion of the lease you're using. Mm-hmm. And, every, and th- there you're using the whole thing. And, and now can, they're telling you you're not going to even get the credit at the end. Right, none. Yeah. It's going straight to Governor Pritzker there yeah. in uh, his, Illinois. His mansion. Uh, according to Pritzker's proposed fiscal year 2020 budget, the new tax is expected to cost Illinoisans. Right. Illinoisans? 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 Illini? $60 million a year. It's going to cost the, the but it's people also of Illinois. Make the government $60 million more money. Yep. Better, better have the nicest carpets and uh, uh, hardwoods in all those offices. Tell mm-hmm. you that right now. Mahogany. Better smell of rich leather. 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> if you want to be part of the show, we'd love to hear from you. 855-340-ZONE. Uh, Jeff, a lot of people wonder if Black Friday is a good time to buy a vehicle. Every time we come upon like a holiday weekend or a special sales event, people wonder when's the best time to get a new vehicle or used vehicle, whatever you're looking for. And I think our answer always starts in the right spot, and that is, the best time to get into a new car is when your finances can allow you to get into a new car. That's From there, I, it then changes. But That's how I've looked at it. I mean, when you generally talk about Black I mean, Black Friday is just like any other holiday in the car business. It's Car business uses holidays for hype. Whether you're getting a great deal or not, arguable. I think you can get a great deal, especially if you're going to a place to negotiate. I think you can get a great deal any day of the week if you know what you're doing. Right. I mean, if you really want to push someone and you really want to make this a hard experience and go back and forth and spend hours doing it, I think you can get a great deal on any day of the week. Utilize the art of the deal yeah. uh, if you want. And yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't Snuck be, that in on you. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> but I think, I mean, that's the idea. It's why we switched away from that idea is that we want to, it's getting a great deal is about how hard you want to try hmm. in a lot of places and how much you want to play the game and how much you want to. The vast majority of people we find, it's not it's not about the deal. It's never been about the deal. There's 10 or 15 percent of the population that really, really want the deal. We just we're going to take care of you. And the idea is that reason one of the reasons people love sales, my opinion, is because they look at the sale and they say, okay, if it's a sale, they're already discounting down to the point where I don't have to negotiate. Oh, right. So someone's looking at it and saying, oh, it's a sale. It's a sales weekend. So like that. They're going to come out and they're going to give me that sale price right from the get-go. I don't have to fight them. That'll make it easier. That's the argument on why people like sales. It's a good point. Right? It's probably right. Where they think on a regular day of the week when there's no sale, I have to ar- I have to negotiate to get to that sale price. Yeah. Got to go fight somebody. And so that's the argument, and that's why we're so stupid as an industry. We're just dumb. We're just really bad at knowing what customers want. Yes, uh, I would agree. Uh, I would also, I would also uh, argue as one of those former customers that is feeding into that problem. Mm-hmm. If you if you continue to buy or utilize a service from someone who is not interested in your best be, uh, well well being, they're interested in their bottom dollar. You're adding to that problem, continuing that problem. That's why if you go to someplace like Mark Miller Subaru, where they don't negotiate, there's just a promised price. Then you're helping solve this issue for the rest of uh, of society. That's my opinion, anyway. I don't. That's why I I think that I I've bought let's see five cars in my lifetime. I've enjoyed it one time, and it was when I went to Mark Miller Subaru. I mean, there's, but it goes down everything. It goes to the market up rate in the finance office and doing all that. It's not necessarily unethical, but it's. And it goes to different banks trying to figure out ways to get around this thing and make something 
with an ethical tinge to it, not unethical, or get slip things by people, right? I mean, I'm not, I won't mention who. I'm not going to mention names or anything like that, but there's a financial institution now that – so we did rate no rate markup, right? So the idea of no rate markup is that we are going to give our customers the best rate. Customer comes in the office, whatever the lowest interest rate we can get for that customer under the same terms, they're going to get that rate. And that's our promise to our customers. Okay, so, and there's a lot of places out there saying, okay, we're going to sell you the car at our buy rate and everything like that and showing their interest rate sheets. So one of the, one of the places in town has now created a program where the interest rate they give to the dealerships has a flat payment. So what a flat is in the car industry is they pay you a percentage of the amount financed okay. during the loan. A standard flat out anywhere in the world is probably 1%, 1.5%. So we do a thirty thousand dollar loan. They'll pay us three hundred bucks mm-hmm. just for getting up, get, getting them the business. So they do based on the interest rate they give you initially, five five and a quarter. Wow! So they give you five and a quarter percent flat back. So on a thirty thousand dollar car, they're going to give you fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. And how they do that is, is that the interest rate they're giving them has a markup in it. Mm-hmm. So here's so the deal. The option they give to the retailer is. You can lower your flat payment by 4% and lower the interest rate by 2 So they're just reversing the flat. Yeah. And it, it's horrible. Finding ways to make an extra buck. Yeah, but it's- Behind the curtain. And the yeah. retailers love it. I'm sure they do. The retailers out there in the world are like, this is amazing. Like, look, I can show the customer my interest rate. Their interest rate's 5% from this place. And they're like, oh, well, look, they're giving me what they, they gave them. When really- Not realizing the fact that they could give them three. Yes, <laughs> they're they're and paying an extra two percent. They shouldn't be, yeah. And it goes back or don't and, have and to. And we be. bring this stuff up all the time. It's what I hate about the industry I'm a part of is that they're ch- constantly trying to find ways to slick systems to take advantage of people. Do you think that it's because it works that they continue it to do it? Absolutely works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're looking, and they as a financial institution, they have shareholders. They have what they have. They're looking for an edge. To make a retailer use them over the other 75 different finance sources they could use. Yeah. And if they have this program where the, – and they're, not, they're, they're leaning more towards the finance managers than the actual dealer because the finance manager is the one who's making the bigger reserve flat. Yeah. That's a good point. And he's getting paid on it, and so he's going to push that. But it's really bad. Can you imagine if we had to do – like we, we've accepted as a society that that's how you buy a car. That's how you go through things is, is this bartering and negotiating and, and going nine rounds with everybody. If you had to do that for your Subway sandwich at, at lunch on Tuesday like, no, or your gallon of milk every really month. Want, and, I really want to pay four sixty for that. Yeah. I think five's a little high for that turkey. It looks a little little off. Go to one grocer. He says it's $4. There's you say, a, well, that grocer over there said $3. There's it's, a little scratch on that loaf of bread. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I don't know who picked that loaf of bread up and put it back down. I don't know what they did with it. Uh, you know, it, it, oh, that would be miserable. But we we have accepted misery when it comes to buying a car, and that that's that's nonsense. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be at all. Eight five five three four zero zone. If you want to be part of the show, eight five five three four zero zone. We'll take a break. We'll come back for hour number two. Relaunch what's going on with Share the Love event, and also get more into some of these stories, including a dog in Florida who did something I never thought I'd see and will probably never see again. Talk about it next.